This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you like what you're hearing, which, come on, let's face it, you do. Make sure to tell a friend. You can find us on iTunes, the app, or my site, AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little Spanacopita. It's me, Allison, and it is also all of us here on the Thursday show. Gary. What's up? Matt. What up? <laughs> Chris. Hi, Allison. Hi, Chris and Jenna. Hello. Hello. Welcome, everyone, and welcome, listeners. Um, I was uh, eating a pretzel earlier, and I bit my cheek, and Ooh. now there's like a little bit of cheek flap skin just kind of dangling that's the worst. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I feel like I need to just bite it off. Yeah, it's sort of like it. a hangnail on my cheek. It's extra weight. You don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> calling me fat on no, my cheek. No, 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 no. It's, oh, it's wow. holding you down. It's holding you back. You're right. It's the worst like, is that once you bite it once, you're going to just keep biting it I until know. you bite it off. And like, I, I just finished going through that in another spot on my mouth where I bit it and then it got swollen. And then I thought, how am I ever going to not bite this? And it turns out the way I'm going to not bite that is by just biting another part of my mouth. Mm. Brutal. <laughs> Literally flapping your gums. Literally. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Gary said that there is a little addendum to the bow tie story that I don't know about. Oh, I was reminded, uh, actually, that in between the uh, Mastro's suit and tie comment and this elaborate bow tie joke that we played, uh, I invited Matt and uh, my two other roommates and their significant others to my father's graduation uh, uh, retirement, retirement party. And uh, we kept it going for, for a little while. I broke after like an hour, but I had Matt. Matt told me that he got his invitation and threw it away because I'd already RSVP'd for him. So I told him that he had missed the dress code section and that um, that it was white tie because that's how <laughs> gentlemen dress at times of occasion. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he didn't know what that was, so I explained to him that it was, you know, white tie, white cummerbund, uh, tails. <laughs> yeah, tails. That and was then, the key. And then top hat and monocles, optional but acceptable. <laughs> monocles, plural? Yeah, well. <laughs> like just you one, your, you one on your, your side. You need your indoor monocle and your outdoor monocle. There's yeah. going to be a cocktail party. Like, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I'd already thrown my invitation away, so I had no... Noth- I mean, it was absurd. It seemed absurd. This joke did not go quite as long as the bow tie one did, because the whole white tails like that just that definitely struck me as odd but at the <laughs> same time party. at the same time i threw my invitation away and i was fucking pissed that these guys didn't tell me that it was something <laughs> like that because we I, did yeah then you did and then oh man that was definitely a couple hours of well maybe i won't go then i try that every time it seems like it's too expensive and then i go well maybe i won't go and then i end up going now having been through this you still fell for it I hook know. line and sinker the yeah. next time yep for, okay, so I'm trying to think. Is there anyone who's listening to this who didn't hear the last episode? So, so just to recap very fast, uh, when we were in New York, uh, Gary and his roommates were going to a fancy steak restaurant. And then Matt, turned turned out he was going to go to New York as well. And he asked to be included in the dinner. And then uh, 
they, I created a fake email address and sent an email to myself posing as the maitre d' saying that the dress code required bow ties or uh, cummerbunds for gentlemen's, as always. <laughs> gentlemen's choice. Gentlemen's choice. And I forwarded that email to the whole house, and we uh, we kept the joke going yeah. with Matt for a few days. So a few my, weeks, not I, a few days. Bullshit. You, went, you, got, included in, week, you got included into New York on Wednesday, and we went to dinner on Thursday. It was yeah, not right, that fine. long. Fine, fine. I just can't wait for Matt to go to Gary's wedding thinking that he was fooled again and is like wearing like a Hawaiian shirt and cargo shorts. I know. That's what I told him. I said at a certain Same. point. The boy who cried wolf. We're cried actually going to get somewhere where I have to dress nice. And guess who's going in tank top and a bathing suit? Yeah. This guy. <laughs> tank top and a bathing suit. Flip um, One of my favorite things from the episode, though, was I think I said something like, how would someone even wear just a cummerbund? And then Gary, laughing, goes, I was excited to find out. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I wanted to see where this could go. Yeah. Matt, do you consider yourself a gullible person? Yes, especially with my friends. But I have many stories where I've been, uh, I don't know the right word, hoodwinked, hoodwinked. Yeah. swindled. It's happened to me many times in my life. I'm a very trusting person and a very positive person. So I feel like most people have my best interests in their heart, especially my fucking closest best friends. So I'm most susceptible uh, for those guys. But, yeah, I'm definitely gullible. See, I feel like I am very gullible. But it's because when someone says something to me to do that thing where you're like, oh, come on. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is happening again. <clears throat> so transvestite on the mic? What's going on? <laughs> Thank you. Like, oh, come on. Oh, you're you're making that up. Oh, come on. It just feels like too much work. It's easier just to believe them. Is something funny about the idea of me as a transvestite, Chris? Because <laughs> you have not stopped laughing since he said that. <laughs> no. I'm just giggling a little bit, but uh, um, no, I, I've I've kind of been fooled. I I think I don't know if I've told this on the on the show. I know I've told you before, but I've walked into a Halloween party in a costume as the only one wearing a costume. On Halloween? Yeah, my friend was having a going away party. It happened to be on Halloween weekend, like the Friday or Saturday night. So I'm, I'm bummed, like, oh, well, is it a costume party? And she's like, yeah, it's a costume party. Come on in. <laughs> um, so I go over there dressed as Albert fucking Einstein. <laughs> and and I'm the only one dressed. And, like, I, I went all out. I had the mustache. I had a pipe. I had a Briar's pipe. I had my hair dyed uh, white. And it was, it was huge. And, um, yeah, and it was like, like I... I feel like I did hear like the needle scratch when I walked in. Everybody just stopped what they were doing just to like and turned in the regular clothes and just like it was silence. I feel like we're gonna need a picture of that for the blog post. I don't don't think there is a picture. I was oh I almost sure there is. He ran into the bathroom. Yeah, I I was thinking I'm like I'm gonna jump in the pool right now and just like get the like get get this stuff out of my hair. But yeah, so that has happened. All right, would you rather be the one person not in costume? At a costume party or the one person in costume at a regular party? The be, former. Be in costume. It's actually kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Well, don't be, I don't think... be the one that doesn't dress up at the costume party. That is well, – typically that would be who I am and yet I don't want to be remembered that way. If that right. makes sense. It like, does. The true me – well, no. Not the true me. The, the actual me. This is a very fine distinction I'm making. I think I have been one of the people who didn't dress up at a costume party. Well, in your just... scenario, is that you know it's a costume party or you show up not knowing it's a costume party and then you're just uncomfortable? The former, it... but you claim the latter. Uh, that's how much of unfun stick in the mud I can be. Wow, yeah. that's Well, no, usually – here's the thing. That's kind of lame. <laughs> I know. Usually – it's never been a full-on costume party. 
where I've not dressed up. But usually it's like, you know, they, a lot of people are going to be dressed up, but you don't have to be dressed up. Usually there's some leeway. But I would rather be thought of as the person who was the one person in costume. I want to, people to think that I'm really living life. What was the last <laughs> Halloween costume but, you? What was the last I, costume you wore, and when was it? Um, That's timely in August <laughs> to talk about this, but um, uh, I think Cleopatra is like my go-to oh. Halloween costume. Um, because I have that costume, but I can't remember when the last time I put it on was. Well, actually. Back when uh, I used to do the Ustream show, Jenna knows, I was always game to wear a costume or put on weird props and things. But I don't know if that counts because that's for a very short amount of time mm-hmm. and it's like just – well, like, there's a camera on me. Well, I guess, yeah, it's not for everyone to dress up. But I know I, I would I would much rather be the guy – the one guy in a costume than the one guy that wasn't. Why? I don't know. I just – I just – I, I – I'm, I don't know. When I go to a costume party, and I'm, if I'm, if I wasn't the, if I was the only one that wasn't dressed up, I just feel like I was a downer. I mean, no offense to you, you're no. not a downer. <laughs> no, I am though. <laughs> I'm I, a that's, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I think I might be. I, mean, I don't want to be. Aren't you discluding the fact that you could fake whatever your costume is? Like you wore nothing to the party, but maybe not nothing. But when you wore something that wasn't a costume to this party, you can then, based on what you're wearing, or grab something from somebody else. Like you could quickly throw something together, or you could just be like. I'm a regular California guy. Like oh, you yeah. could say something yeah. so that yeah. you can kind of pull off the basketball group. player about 15 times in this scenario. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm lazy and just throwing basketball shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> see, that works. See, this... Your work outfit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my work outfit. That's exactly right. <laughs> this is why I think I end up not dressing up because I set the bar so high for myself because I had this thing of like I don't like clever costumes. Clever costumes. Being... Oh, you're gonna hate Matt then. All of his costumes are pretty clever. <laughs> really. I've had oh yeah, that like was a, that was a Facebook wall last Halloween, and he had markers with him, and you could write on him. And he that's, hands out oh, friend, cool, he hands though. out friend requests, and like right? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he, didn't you hand out a like to a couple people based on their costumes? Uh, I just had I only <laughs> had the you... friend request. I handed out a friend request. No, that's did good. Did you poke anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I did. <laughs> that's a good costume. No, I feel like a clever costume is. Um, Wearing a like just a slip and smoking a a ha- pipe or having glasses and saying you're a Freudian slip or something. I kind of like that. Oh yeah, I don't like those. Oh, fuck <laughs> those people. <laughs> I I love, are you I being love, sincere? I'm being totally sincere. Yeah. If your fucking costume is a play on words that you want me mm. to ask you, That's so you can I mean. give your clever answer, go fuck yourself. That's what I'm saying. Listen, they don't need to fuck themselves. They can fuck me. I fucking love wordplay <laughs> pun related costumes. I am all for that. Yeah. I think- hey! <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you, Gary. All right. Oh, my God. This You're now wildly... mocking your own podcast this voice. Incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I think we have an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week is titled Love the Thursday Gang, and it's by Ty Ty with a smiley face. <laughs> oh, it works for me. Well, to be clear, it's a clever smiley face. Uh, at least There's I a think nose. it is. Well, yeah, it's it's a colon and then an O, which I imagine is the nose, oh, yeah. and then a P. So they got their tongue oh, out. Oh, it's a tongue oh, out. Oh, wow. Okay. But they're using the nose. That's a big nose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not judging Ty for his nose or her nose. It says Chris, and then in parentheses, sorry, Matt. You sound like you'd be a great boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm just so glad I'm not in this. (laughs) Allison, now that you have Oliver, do you put dog poop in other people's garbage cans? Curiously yours, Ty. 
So wait, go. the question doesn't even have to do with Chris being a good boyfriend. <laughs> just wanted to That's state the fact comment. and then go ahead and, wow. and ask the question. But here's what? the question, because I read BF as boyfriend as well, but could BF be best friend? Oh, is it BF? Yeah. Or did she type out boy? No, it says BF, but... Ty-Ty. Wow. Way Sorry, to be. She's moving down the Based list. Based on the smiley face, I'm thinking it says boyfriend. Okay. I bet it is. All right. Well, because why does so Matt not sound like he would be a great best friend? Don't answer that, guys. <laughs> Nobody answers. that. I guess he does. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you're saying but he doesn't sound like he'd be a good boyfriend? Well, I think Matt's made it clear that he's taken. Oh, okay. Yes. And, and his heart belongs to another. Right. And Chris feels bad that he deserted his girlfriend years ago. I, I do. And that probably melted Ty Ty's heart. What up, Ty Ty? <laughs> <laughs> that was the meekest <laughs> what up I know. ever. Drop. <laughs> Give, how about a real what up? Yo, what up, Ty Ty? I can't even. I can't seriously do this. Yeah, like, you it can't. It feels incredibly awkward. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the question of Oliver's poop. It is real issue as to where to put it when I'm walking him. Um, if I see a can that is out on the curb and it still has trash in it, then I will put it in there. Otherwise, I will actually go put it in my own can. Like a good human is being. Is that bad etiquette to put it in other people's trash cans? I don't know. Everyone does it. No, but it seems because they, they're never going to find out. Is that a pun? No, it's not uh. a pun. I mean, it is, but it's not intended to be one. Um, no, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think they'll never find out. It's if if you put in their can it's down on the curb. That's what I'm saying. Go if for it. Yeah, yeah. But if I see someone creeping down our side yard to drop some shit in our trash <laughs> right. can, I wouldn't be very happy about it. Oh yeah, that. that's well, different. That's, yeah, that cool. is different. But if it's on the street, by all means, or if you're walking by an apartment complex that has a dumpster, that's definitely oh, yeah. fair game. Totally. All right, I think we need to talk for a moment about Newsroom. And I'm trying to because because Gary is a huge Aaron Sorkin fan. Who else in here is watching Newsroom? I am also watching the Newsroom. With Gary, in fact. Okay. I don't I don't know how many – oh, that's sweet. I don't know how many listeners are Aww. watching it, and I don't want to do any spoilers, and I also don't want to bore the people who aren't watching it, so I'll make it real fast. No, I won't spoil anything, but are you guys caught up? Yes. Okay. Contrary to me saying I'm watching with Gary, he's actually one episode ahead of me. Oh, so okay. Not well, then you missed <laughs> Sorry, this. Sorry, guys. Sorry to lie. In Terrible, the most great recent episode, the there were two very, very obvious plot developments – where someone in the uh, – a character drew attention to the fact that it was such a, like, miracle. This happened, basically. And uh, not not obvious plot points, like almost unbelievable plot points. And it bumped me. And I was trying to find a recap that really tore it a new one because that's what I felt it needed. Uh, and I can't find one. What was your reaction to that? Like, like there was a, a character actually said – again, this is not a spoiler – well, that wasn't an obvious plot point about something that – or plot development. That's how much I feel like Sorkin is being like, I realize what I'm doing is kind of lazy. Um, grandiose. I think it, your statement works if you're saying that he – like I think that he understands that a lot of his stories are really blowhardy and um, – that episode reminded me a lot of the episode from last season, and this isn't a spoiler because everyone knows it happened in real life, when they did the Gabby Giffords thing, and it was like the most over-dramatized, like, you remember towards the end of that episode where it was like they were trying to figure out if she was dead or not, and it, it had the crazy music and all that. Like, th- kind of. This episode kind of felt like that to me. Like, it was grandiose, but at the same time, the person who said that was not... 
I don't I don't know if this makes it better, but the person who said that was not in the same scene. They were reacting to a story being told. No, they were. It was Meryl Streep's daughter. I thought it was the lawyer. No. Oh. No, okay, again, not spoilers, and also not interesting to anyone, but I'm going to forge <laughs> ahead anyway. I can't let that stop me now. Um, <clears throat> so remember, Jerry Dantana's like, we really need a miracle. The only thing that could help us now would be if something falls out of the sky, and then something fell out of the sky, yeah. which was re-fucking-diculous. And then in the scene in with um, Hallie and Jim and... Right. The hotel room. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, that wasn't, you know. Yes, now I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, I I guess. They didn't bug me that much because that's just his style. Like, he does ridiculous things. I flipped out, not this episode, but last episode, when Will demands that they find the leak. Mm -hmm. Because that is stolen straight from an episode of West Wing and stolen straight from an episode of Studio 60. Like, it's one of those, like, just lazy plot have you seen – Yeah, I have. The okay. nine-minute thing where it's yes. all of his shows cut together. Yeah, which just show that he uses the same dialogue over and over and over and over. Yeah. Watch that carefully and then start works. listening to me. You'd be surprised how much I steal from Sorkin. Really? Yeah. Is, is referring to something as the balance of Sorkin? No. Okay. No, you, I like it. I like hold it. Hold on. Is that, is, that a, is that a joke about what I said to Jeselnik? Yeah, okay. Well, it – it's not a joke about it. It's just, yes, I was talking about that, but I've noticed that you say that as well. So Gary said, so I had Anthony Jeselnik on my show, and then as he was leaving, Gary said, good luck with the balance of the season. Uh, and then Jeselnik's assistant, or yeah, I think his assistant no, turned and it's like, the it balance was of Oh, really? Yeah, he stopped and was like, did you just say the balance of the season? And I got like kind of embarrassed. And I said, it's poetic, right? Yeah, and he was... He was nice about it. It is poetic, but I also would when you you'll say to guests, "This is the balance of our August dates." Yeah, I don't know. That's that's just a term I like to use. That's not a Sorkin thing. Okay, no. I like it. Oh, thank you. It's like your special Gary Smith stamp. There you go. And they they're called they're called Sorkinisms, right? There's yeah, yeah. Term, yeah. So like, it's like his. It's almost like his signature. Lazy writing. Yeah, well, like certain phrases. Lazy no, it's, writing. It's, it's lazy writing. writing. It's like it's I'm like sure he would spin it as a signature. M. But Night it's being lazy. in his own movies, like it's like right. As, you can tell it's a Sorkin, uh, a Sorkin written right. like, thing because of the uh, way the dialogue spoken. Did you like Studio City? I did. Studio sixty. Sixty on the Sunset Whatever. Strip. <laughs> Aside from 60? having the clunkiest name of any TV show ever, I thought that it was. As a Sorkin fan, it was I got what I wanted out of it. That's true. I didn't well, think that it deserved to go on necessarily. What was the, what was the Sorkin show that got you into him? West Wing. Right. Did you know that I know? So the woman that Nina Howard is based on, mm-hmm. I know her. Really? Yeah, we've emailed with her. It's Mandy Statmiller. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I think we have some emails, <laughs> right? We do. Uh, we have a couple here. Uh, you tell me when to stop. But our first one comes from Michael uh, Neller, I believe, and it is titled, Thanks for Reading My JMO. Allison, love the show. Great interviews with some amazing people. You really ask some good questions, and with no time limits, the guests can take their time to answer and share all of their thoughts on a subject. Thursday shows are getting to be like my mistress podcast. I may not want to choose it to be my number one, but it's sure as fun as hell to be with. Wait. Is that a compliment, or did we just are we the backdoor podcast? Yeah, no, I think we're he wants the to fuck all of us. Podcast awesome. that he hangs out with the night before <laughs> yeah, Valentine's he, Day. He feels dirty after listening. Yeah. to us. right. All right, we're like a pogo stick, fun to ride, but you don't want to see anyone riding you. 
Hmm. Ooh, never heard that, that one. Yeah. I think I, I, I bought. Like the, I like that one it. with a Vespa, but okay, Try it works better, better for my yeah, Pogo sticks yeah. are awesome. Right. right. Yeah. I actually would like to see Gary on a pogo stick. That would be I'd hilarious. rather see me on a Vespa. That would definitely I feel like go that viral. would be fucking very funny. Uh, okay, Matt. Thanks for sharing my my peeing pastime. Yeah. Uh, oh, that guy. This oh, is wait, the guy. What is it? This Where you pee and you get all the bubbles, the bubbles on the service. Which, by the way, I gotta say, since that JMO, every single time I've peed, I've taken a moment to try to see if I could fill up with bubbles. It's gotten even more exciting than it was before. So, thank you, good sir. I hope I can watch you pee sometime. Peeing has never get been that so drop. fun. <laughs> more exciting. Nice. <laughs> Follow up, JMO. Kudos for the correct pronunciation of my last name. And God, I hope I didn't screw I it up. I think you since... did it right. Okay, <laughs> uh, but the odds are, are but the odds are not in my favor. I usually hear K. Kneeler. Oh, Kneeler, K- maybe Kneeler. Kneeler, I think is what oh. he's trying to illustrate here. Uh, to so, for those with the difficult last name, do you usually go with a common name when making dinner reservations, ordering pizza, etc.? I usually go with Evans. Thanks for all you do, Michael Kneeler. I'll just jump in first and say I use my first. I don't use my first name when making reservations or ordering food. Why? Because people – I apparently don't say Gary correctly. I say it with a little bit of an accent and people will <laughs> fucking say – I get Larry. I get Jerry. I get – I've gotten Greg like a few times. I get Weird. like ridiculous names. But no one fucks up Steve. Steve. Interesting. Nice. So you go with I've, Steve Smith. Yeah. I mean I don't – most places you don't need to use your last name. How do you say True. your name? Because I – what kind of accent do you use? I can – I've uh, – I have a slight New York accent on certain words, and I've heard my friends say my name so many times that I will pronounce my name Gary. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like I, I love that. I don't do it when I'm thinking about it, but uh-huh. that that can easily slip out of my mouth. No problem. I Sometimes when I say my name, I hear it come out as Ellison, and people have said Ellison, and I say, no, Allison. It's as just... if Ellison is such a common name. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. But I get, what are, well, yeah. What, what do, about... you, do you have fake names? Like, like, did you ever have fake names like at bars or... Or do you ever, or when you had to lie to somebody about who you were, do you have like a go-to fake name? I usually say Adam Carolla, and then I put the company card down. <laughs> Works every time. Um, I had like a fake joke name, which was Gertrude Snurge, but it was just when I was a kid, and <laughs> Gertrude Snurge the fourth. Actually, I, that was. Want to know what a cool kid I was? I feel like at one point I actually. When we just got a computer and everything was fun and new, I made up little business cards that said Gertrude Snurge. But I don't know what I did with them. This is when I was like nine, though, or something. But no, I don't have a go-to name like this. But I was wondering, Fondelier, Loxamana, what right. do you guys use? Well, I mean, I think what Gary said is true in that a lot of times they don't ask for your last name. Certainly Matt. I get a lot of Mac or Max, a lot of things like that. I just started saying Matthew. That mm-hmm. made that no longer a problem. But yeah, if it comes to last name... I just spell it. I just spell it phonetically. I don't even try to. I don't even try to pronounce it for people. I just say, "Let me spell it for you." How do people usually pronounce your name if they read it? Fondler. Uh, <laughs> so correctly. Fondiler. Fondelier. I've gotten every variation. Fondiler is definitely because they just don't want to say fondler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, is fondler actually it correct? It's how it's spelled. It's spelled fondler, but it's pronounced. Fondelier. But there is a certain part of my family on the East Coast that goes by Fondelier just because they're tired of correcting people. I get Matt, that. Yeah. Matt. What's up? Is your family doing what Adam Carolla has been suggesting Anthony Weiner does? Uh-huh. And yeah. just modifying the name even though you guys know it's incorrect and it's really pronounced Fondelier but you don't want the flack? No, hold on. It's definitely not actually pronounced Fondelier. 
It is definitely Fondelier. No one in my immediate family, like my grandparents, my parents, or ourselves, we will always say Fondelier. But like my grandpa's brother, like that kind of family, they that family, they go by <laughs> The ones we don't hang yeah, out with. Exactly. Wait, what kind of last name is it? Uh, I think it's originally like Russian-Romanian. And it's one of those things where, like, my great-great-grandparents came to Ellis Island, so and then changed. they changed it. But there's somebody on Facebook that found me a few years ago whose last name is Fundyler, F-U-N-D-Y-L-E-R. And he said that he has been doing, like, a genealogy project and is trying to track down people that have similar variations of his last name. And apparently there's someone, the Von Dylers is another, is a big family name. So maybe my parents were lying to me. But as far as I know, it's Russian and Romanian. That's what I've heard. All right. Yeah. I think it's Fondler. Okay. <laughs> well, my, my middle name is William, so my full name is Matt Will Fondler. I, I like that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and yeah. Chris, what about you? Um, well, Chris is just such a common name. If, I, uh, if I'm ever like, – like if I sign up for karaoke, it's like, oh, Chris L. Um, like my friends don't even call me Chris. They call me Loxie or Lox. That's, uh, that's what everyone calls me except for here where, where it's Max Pata, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then uh, for fake names, I usually – I'll throw out Duncan, Perry, or PJ, I think. Or, <laughs> I like all of those. Yeah, they're a little – yeah, they're not as common, so right. I, can, I can say that. Oh, wait. I did have – I never used this, but my friends – I forgot about this. They, they all invented names for themselves, and they gave me one, and it was Trinity LaPlume. <laughs> Ooh. That's like <laughs> – It is. Yeah, it was, that's all, they're all like kind of very, like mystery novel. Very mystery novel. Very romance novel almost. Mystery could, novel? Romance is what – yeah. Or romance. I remember. Yeah. Mystery too, actually. LaPlume? Pl- La it was – you know, yeah. Mike Rosas. He's been on my live shows before. Mike yeah, Rosas and, and Rob, they're the ones who came up with the names. That's oh, a good name. I'm trying to remember. Preston. Preston Preston's something a was great name. one of them. Oh, boy. This might involve needing to text them to find out what their names were. Jenna Jones. Jenna yep. Kim Jones. Yeah. I'm, I don't. I'm boring. But when I'm at places, I'll usually – because Jenna can be Jenny, Gina. People have their own ideas about what my name is sometimes. But I use my husband – like married name for, for putting my name down, Moss, because no one ever – I mean that's mm. pretty – Right. Straightforward. Right. M-O-S-S, unless, you know, M-A-S, I guess. But for most of the time, most people know Moss. That's easy. Did I you, hear that. Did you change your name? Legally, I did change my name. Yeah, I'm Jenna Kim Moss on my ID, but Jenna Kim Jones everywhere. Right. I have a funny story about when I went by as Perry. I'm just going to brush through it. It's, it's a little more complicated. But this basically, this, this couple asked me to go home with them one time. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, don't need to elaborate that part <laughs> yeah, of the story. Yeah. No, just, that's not interesting. No, just get to the yeah, get yeah. To the interesting part. <laughs> get to the name mispronunciation <laughs> okay. part. That's what we all want to hear about. Hey Barry, come on home with us. <laughs> oh, you mean Perry? <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm, that's, I'm, that's the story. That's I'm, at, I'm at a place. I'm at a place, da- I'm at a place dancing. Uh, a woman knock accidentally knocks uh, my drink out of my hand, so she grabs me, brings me to the bar. I'm gonna buy a new drink. We end up talking. Uh, she's a lot older than me. She introduces me to this guy. Who happens to be her husband. Uh, this is John. John, this is Perry. And John just standing there in the corner like he looks really upset and he shakes my hand. and like, But it's just like re- has this really stern look. And then she brings me back and starts dancing with me. And I'm just like, oh, this is kind of weird. And she's like, oh, you're coming home with us. And um, and I was like, no, I'm not, like in my <laughs> head. Um, so I was like – Or you no. kept that inside? Well, yeah, I don't want to be rude. Uh, <laughs> um, and then so I'm thinking, man, I got to save their marriage. So I'm like, OK, I'm just going to tell her dance with her husband. What's her husband's name again? 
Perry. I think her husband's name was Perry. So like, I hold her. I'm like, you should be dancing with Perry right now. You should be hanging out with Perry all night and not, you know, and, and like, and I'm just telling her, be with Perry tonight. Don't. And then, and then later on, I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, I was just saying like, uh, as me. if I was speaking about myself in the third person. That's amazing. Yeah. That is then so what happened? Funny. Um, I lost her. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's like a sitcom. She, she would not leave me alone though, but yeah, it was, it was awkward. Where were you dancing? Uh, Sounds like a nightclub kind of thing. Where it, you was, could lose it was. It was. There, there, there was just like a bar that dancing, and um, you know, I, I happened to partake in you know getting my groove on, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it was in Thousand Oaks, and yeah, it was like the first time I've ever been there. And you yeah, the some, borderline. It's kind it, of, I think so. You were there's only one place to dance now that I know, but in Thousand Oaks, yeah. the borderline. Adam's done shows there. I've done shows there. Maybe yeah. with Adam. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. it was there. I don't. I don't know. I but think you have. It's a little presumptuous of her to be like, you're coming home with us. She didn't even ask you. Yeah. Like, would you like to come uh, home with us? She did buy me a drink. So. <laughs> no, no. I'll allow it. Don't be sending the wrong message to women out <laughs> there. <laughs> That's just fine. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was very you're, uncomfortable. You're willing to go home with a couple, Gary? Yeah. No, uh, but I want, couple. no, but I want the invitation and then I'll that's be the one true. to say no. That's true. All right. So, all yeah, right, that's a funny right. story about me saying or using a fake name and then forgetting about it yeah (laughs) perry that's really great did you guys ever go to that your story made me think of going to underage dance clubs even though yours wasn't underage but i'm wondering did you guys ever do that Uh, i went to mormon dances remember oh right yeah (laughs) Mm. i was gonna say that place the borderline that i'm talking about was one of those 18 and over clubs so there were a lot of underage people okay it wasn't the borderline then because this is not an 18 and over club I, okay, I, why? I promise. The borderline. Which one is that? It's right next to the freeway. Is that when you gave me a ride back? Maybe. It's possible. Because I would have been. Nick at... Santora was there. No, 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 no. no. That was the, Canyon, Canyon Club. Club yeah. oh. That's on the way to Thousand Oaks. Right. Also near my hometown. But, borderline. Yeah. And it's not the the nine oh nine place. Mm-mm. Like underage dance clubs are that is that like eighteen and under? Like when you were in high school you yeah. go to them? Yeah. Yeah, there's a place All called ages, like Kokomo's. So. When I was in high school, that everyone go- I never went. Mm-hmm. It was never. My there thing. was a place in downtown Provo that was like a sixteen-year-old dance club, but I never was brave enough to go. I was so scared of it. And downtown Provo is <laughs> not scared. really. It's like it's just a couple of buildings, but it was like the cool place to go. I was super nerdy, so it was not. Yeah, it's like gonna not head over there. <laughs> yeah, because at, at that age, you, dancing is really weird. It's, it's so like, horrible. It's, it's it's awful. Like in high school, like. Everyone would just freak dance where you basically you're just like rubbing, like just shaking, like over on top of a chick, like um, which I never did. I, I I always thought be like dancing funny and doing funny things. Like mm-hmm. when I would go to prom, like all my friends, we would just like do silly things, like pretend to jump rope that whole th- that whole stuff. Uh, so yeah, and that the, going to like those places never really interested me. The Mormon dancers f- were fun because that's what they did. They're all silly, awkward yeah. It's all dancers. funny, right. awkward dancing. That's why we we loved it, and that's yeah. why we would go. Yeah, there was a place in Laguna called Club Post Nuclear, I think. Uh, but it yeah, wasn't... I think that's correct. But we used to just go to Royal Hawaiian. Where is that? Is that down in Laguna as well? It was until they they closed it up. Yeah, it was yeah, notorious for. Uh, yeah, it was notorious for not IDing, even if you looked fourteen, and they had a drink called the Lapu Lapu that <laughs> would put a twenty-one year old on their back, much less a fifteen year old. Mm. So Lapu Lapu. <laughs> it was basically a giant brandy snifter, like you would see, like decorative on someone's bar, holding like lighters <laughs> or matches or some shit. But it was full of like every kind of alcohol they had behind the bar, oh. and then pineapple juice and all kinds of. Ugh. 
<laughs> at times. I think we have another email. We do. This email comes from Mike J, and it is titled "A Wiping Cue, A Wiping Cue and Tip for the Next More Best Friend." Hey guys, love you all. For, oh, and it, yeah. Hey guys, love you all for being so amazing and awesome. On the subject of wiping, I have a question and a tip. Wiping question. Has anyone ever tried wiping with the opposite hand than normal just for shits and giggles? Pun totally intended. The anxiety of confronting such unfamiliar territory is profound. You may as well be wiping someone else's ass. (laughs) It's a new twist on the stranger. (laughs) Doesn't sound nearly as much fun. (laughs) Wiping tip. For anyone who sat long enough for your legs to fall asleep, either out of necessity or as a result of the carefree phone scrolling or page turning, the excruciating experience of alighting the seat with frozen tingling legs used to confound me until recently. Turns out, a brief lift of the leg and cheek and then the right, sorry, turns out a brief lift of the left leg and cheek and then the right returns all sensation, a life-changing moment that I suppose I should should have disclosed long ago. If that's never happened to anyone, I suppose I'll take pride in stumbling onto an unintended JMO. I'm 29 and healthy, so I hope it's not a medical problem. Thanks for all the good work, Mike. Thank you, and that's definitely not just you. I've definitely had my everything fall asleep when I've been sitting there. It happens to me all the time because I'm a giant and my legs are really – yeah. But that – that you're a, you're a freak. That, that doesn't necessarily fix it. You guys, does anyone here – does this mean anything to anyone – being at a roller skating rink or ice skating rink and then going to use the toilet and you sit down and it's like woof because you're you're so much taller that you like your, fall. Your yes, knees absolutely. are suddenly above your shoulder because blades. Because you didn't yeah. realize it would be that far of a travel down. That must be going to the bathroom for Gary every, every time. time. <laughs> That's so terrifying. It's like a free fall and you never know when you're going to get to the bottom. Are you laughing at the way I'm sitting on my <laughs> – what was that? I have, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Simpsons joke where he's like, are you laughing at the way I, I sit in my automobile? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought Matt would get it because his screen name is like Simpsons fan. I remember it. I remember it. Your screen name is Simpsons fan? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Let's keep going. Let's pass over that part. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, I'm a still Simpsons fan. I'm still worried about the falling asleep. Your legs are falling asleep? Yeah. Absolutely. From sitting? Yeah. Jenna looked genuinely thought, concerned for I both of you legs, guys. I thought your legs fall asleep because your elbows rest on them. No. 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 I no. no, 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 no. I think, for too long. I think what oh, the guy was – man. All right. Sitting there too long. But I think the guy talking about scrolling through your phone, I feel like that also related to keeping your elbows on your legs too. Or maybe it's just the bottom of your Oh, leg. I thought that was just – you ended up staying on the just toilet yeah. for longer for so long. than All right. That's thought. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I've never – I guess I'm really in and out when I'm in the bathroom. I do not like yeah, to spend any what? extra time. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I usually say things I don't intend to be like dirty or <laughs> uncomfortable. So when people and call me out Matt's on here. things like that, I get genuinely like, <gasps> did I say something really bad? No, you didn't. You just <laughs> talked about being fast in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah she did. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> So wait, even when you were – I love that this is this is kind of the heart and the theme of this show. Even when you were like learning how to, to use the bathroom and stuff, you didn't spend a lot of time in there when you were getting toilet uh, trained? I don't know if I remember much of that. I don't remember. But I don't – I guess I probably did when I was little. But now I, I guess I just like to hurry and get it all over with. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm on the, I'm on the same boat. Uh, just because when I was in high school, one of my friends was like on this crusade, like 
don't sit on the toilet too long, you're going to get hemorrhoids. And and he would tell me that probably at least twice a week um, throughout high school and a little of college. Sounds like your friend had hemorrhoids. (laughs) Sure did. It was odd. Like whenever someone would bring up like something about a bathroom or toilet, he would – that that was like his go-to sentence. Mm-hmm. So it's something his grandma it, it, taught him. It stuck with me. So yeah, I don't. So no. I've <laughs> never worried about that. It's just more of like I just want to hurry and get it over with. I don't know. Yeah, I, I used to. I used to bring quite a bit of reading material in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, occasionally a portable fan. However, <laughs> my. Li- <laughs> But now I, I I I don't do much of any of that anymore. I like to keep it fast. But sometimes your leg does fall asleep. Yeah, it's yeah. Listen, and, no, I believe and it. Certain totally. people, certain people have just worse circulation. I mean, because of I I hypothesize that because of my height, my knees are sitting above my ass when I'm on the toilet. And so it's harder for circulate for like my blood, my part to keep pumping circulation into my legs. So I never have my knees or my elbows on my my knees, but it still does happen to me on a like I just have, but I have problems in general with my legs falling asleep. You need an ottoman on the toilet. That's yes, exactly. That would not only be <laughs> or just a really tall practical, toilet. but I would look amazing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, when I was a little kid, just one more toilet thing. When I was a little kid. I began to fear that snakes would shoot out the pipes in the back of the toilet. Wait, you're nodding, Jenna. You did as well? I had that fear living in New York as a grown-up. Oh. so I feel like maybe that could happen in New York, though. <laughs> That's why I hate it, yeah. <laughs> but as a little kid, so I would sit on the toilet, yeah. but I would put my legs straight out in front of me. Maybe that's why my legs were falling asleep. I would hold them up as I would go. This is when I was a little, little kid. Oh. Yeah. Wait, you thought a snake would, like, come up out of the toilet? From behind no, the toilet. From, oh, yeah, from, behind from the, the pipes. Toilet. It's sort of right. like being afraid of a shark in the deep end of the pool. Like I knew that it yeah. couldn't really happen, but I wasn't going to take that chance. Yeah. Totally. You I used to find to out once. put mm-hmm. my legs up in the movie theater when I was little because I was worried there would be things crawling around in the dark underneath. There could be. You never know. You, there could be. And in New York, I did see mice in a movie theater once. And so New York really ruined everything for me. I'm also just going <laughs> to say in New Jersey with Adam doing his Mangria thing at an AMC theater. Yeah, there was a mouse in that movie theater. Ugh. Yep. The thing that I think is weird is the people that don't have that reaction to mice and then shame the people who do have that reaction. Because I have been shamed by people who are like, it's just God's creatures. No, they're hideous. <laughs> and it's I think God created cat, them guys. as a trial in life to torture you. Okay. <laughs> it's just a small cat. I still don't understand uh, no. why. I still don't not. understand, even Fucking though. hideous creatures. I still don't understand <laughs> why they're so scary, though. It doesn't make sense it to me. It doesn't make sense. Because they are furry, and arguably, if, they're, if it's someone's pet, they could be cute. I think it's just, as I said before, the fear they're going to crawl up your leg and into your butt. Cinderella made them cute. <laughs> I think you have a very valid argument. They could crawl up your leg and into your butt. But. It would think. be the worst. Oh my god! So imagine just seeing <laughs> just seeing the tail hanging out. Oh, I would think that the reason why we're afraid of rats is the same reason why humans are afraid of spiders and bugs and snakes and things like that. Because they're it's, grody. Well, they're grody, and it's it's evolutionary psychology. Our cavemen ancestors needed to stay away from rats because they carried disease and things like that. Much in the way that spiders or bugs bite you and they poison you. So whether or not you your rational mind realizes that they're just furry mice or they're just little spiders that only eat bugs, there's like an evolutionary animal part in your brain that sends a signal to your body that you need to be afraid of this for your survival. 
I, yeah, I I'd agree. Heard that makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. But have you it tried to for like? Me, for example, I have seen. I had in one of my apartments in New York a roach that was really big, and I was going to kill it. But I like before I killed it, tried to stare at it for a while and tried to like process this in my head. Like it can't hurt me. It can't do anything to me, and I'm still so scared. But I really tried to like overthink. Yeah. To like get over it. Did it work? But no, I'm still hor- they're horrible. Yeah. But I I don't I don't understand because I get it rationally. You're right. They shouldn't be. When I've made the argument that I if there was it. a bird in your apartment, it wouldn't be so scary. But then Gary says that it would. Well, they're fucking filthy. I wouldn't want. Yeah, I just I would, don't want it pooping. I would fucking freak out if there was a bird in my apartment. As much as if there was a mouse. Yes. You know what uh, I don't get? How no. did we get from this? delightful conversation about wiping and shitting to the most <laughs> disgusting animals we can all think of and all of us are physically yeah, cringing so but continuing with this conversation <laughs> all like right. it's so, totally fine. normal okay fine uh, the transition was snakes coming out of the yeah, toilet I, understood. <laughs> I know what okay. the answer is buddy it was more of an existential question <laughs> so what you're saying Gary is that you don't think that it would work to just do the quick leg lift to wake your whole system up I know for a fact it won't <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the only this is way- a common problem for me like uh, like, this is not something that happens rarely. I've tried every solution. And what have you found? That that there's a false sense of security where you can think that you fix it, and then you stand up, and then the tingling comes, and your legs go numb, and I've fallen before. Like, Is it, this an everyday shit occurrence? No, absolutely an every not. shit occurrence? I feel bad Once for making fun of you. I know. No, is, my, no, my legs fall asleep. obviously bothers you. It doesn't, no, it doesn't bother me. It's just a, it's a reality of my life. But it, it, doesn't just, it doesn't only happen in that situation. My legs are prone to falling asleep in general. Just I don't know. I guess I don't have great circulation, and there's a lot of lot of space to cover. So are they asleep right now? They are not. So what do you do to prevent it? Just move around a lot? I don't really do anything to prevent it. I like live my life in a way that I try to prevent it. But every now and then it happens, and by the time I realize that it's happening, it's already happened. Is that why you want to be in an aisle on an airplane? Uh, no. That's just because my legs are really long, and I need to be able to stick one of them. If I'm, on, if I'm on an aisle, I can stick one of them into the aisle, and then there's enough space to diagonally put my right foot or left foot, I guess, depending on which aisle, in the space underneath the seat in front of me because both of my feet don't fit. Right. Now, see, how tall are you? Because I feel like people who don't know are getting this idea that you're like eight feet tall. I'm 6'5". That's pretty That's, tall. Uh, pretty tall. Um, not important, but something that I'm wondering, Matt. How, okay, so this happened earlier. Um, we were flying to Minneapolis in a couple months, and Matt asked Gary and me if we would prefer window aisle. I think you said or middle. <laughs> I, did. I did throw that <laughs> in there. Kind of lunatic wants yeah, middle. There was. I was not expecting either of you to say it, but I did. Throw just it in, in there. case. Thank you. I just want to make sure you're listening. I just want to make sure you're listening. We both said aisle, and then you yep. said, "Oh, there aren't very many aisle seats left." How is this flight? That's not for a couple months. Already almost sold out. It blows my mind, too. But Is there only one flight to Minneapolis that month? You know, oftentimes, <laughs> <laughs> I think what it really is is that there's probably not a lot of direct flights. Oh. For those of you who are listening, I help book all the flights for the Corolla show, even though I have zero experience as a travel agent. I've gotten really good over the last couple of years, though. But yeah, You've I mean, got three years experience. What are three, you talking about? Three years now, but believe me, a year ago. Or even two years ago, I could not do it as efficiently as I do now. But here's the thing: as we all, as listeners of Corolla Show, know, Adam is very particular about what flights he wants to take. Mm. And so, what happens is I try to book you guys all on the same flight as him, so that you guys can share cars to and from the airport. 
And you're right. That is a very full flight. It seems weird. But it's also like the only flight out of Los Angeles before 10 a.m. Right. That's a direct flight at least. And then coming back, we're leaving at 5 in the morning. Probably. <laughs> no, we so I mean, not really at 5 in the morning, but we're, it's like 7.55 a.m. or 7.55 yeah, flight, which means you're up at 5.30 at the latest. Oh, yeah. You're getting a couple cities confused, but I know what you're saying. When you go to Minneapolis, you guys have like an 11.30 return. So oh, when you go right. to Seattle, you have your shitty flight back. Thank you. But I haven't yes. looked it yet. So. Oh, right. But I mean, that'll be That's better because right. we're only driving half the day before. Is, is Portland to Seattle half the, Is it a half day drive? It's like two and a half hours, dude. All right. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to drive. Yeah, yeah. I don't send, care. I'm send the guy who doesn't have to do yeah, two podcasts, drive to another city, do two more podcasts, and get up four hours later. Do you know what two and a half hours feels like when your legs are asleep? I don't know. Ooh. My legs are sleeping right now. I'm standing really? up as we speak. Oh, try doing the thing where you lift one. What did he say? Lift, lift one and left. lift the cheek. Oh, lift the cheek. You don't have to physically lift the cheek. If you can lift your leg, your yeah, cheek's I'm, moving, I'm actually buddy. standing up at this point, so the whole cheek <laughs> did lifting you, is Did he moot. put a hand he under did. to lift yeah, up I did. I cheek. wanted to give a little, <laughs> did. little bit of movement there. All right. Let's do a quick just me or everyone, and then, uh, then I think we're going to call it a podcast. Sometimes I ponder on All right, Shuey2100 says, when squeeze bottle things, shampoo, chocolate syrup, are near empty, I flip them over and lean them against things to get every drop out. Yes, I have shampoo bottles that are upended in my shower right now, and they keep getting knocked over. If there's something that bothers me, it is an empty plastic container, the way it like flops all around and won't stand there. So really, I should just throw it out right away because it drives me nuts being there, and yet I do this thing where I turn it over. Yeah, I do that too, and I've been frustrated by the fact that all of my body wash that I've been buying for the last like six months has a rounded top. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you can't. They do that on purpose, you know? Right. <laughs> I feel like they're outside. I thought everyone was already <laughs> hip to making everything come out of the bottom, so it's always upside down. Yeah, you're just flat in the bottom? Yeah, like uh, like ketchup does it. Like It always comes out of the bottom, like you, it's always upside down. No, right? like sometimes the shampoo will be that way, but the matching conditioner won't. Oh, it depends. Well, I appreciate like the, the difference. I appreciate the different, the distinction at least. That might be going a little too far, but far too many shampoos and conditioners look too similar. I had a nightmare. Yes, a nightmare that I went to put lotion on my arms and it was soap. <laughs> and I thought <laughs> thought that was going somewhere wildly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you wake up? <gasps> no, but Panic. there was more emotion than there needed to be over it. You know. Um, and she went back to her lasagna pan. <laughs> when I was young, I had a nightmare that I was raped in a pan of lasagna. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the, you know, the weird thing about that one, though, is that there really was hardly any emotion. Like, unlike this one, which was upsetting, the upsetting soap conditioner thing, there was hardly any emotion about that. It was just swarthy man, tomato sauce. This is happening. Garfield. At least I'm in lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> it was strange. To say the least. Garza Lee says, when my post-shower towel dry session gets interrupted, I get lost and have to start back up top with the hair. No, I don't. I can mm-hmm. interrupt it. Me too. What what qualifies as a, as a shower toweling interruption? Like the phone rings or yeah. you decide you have to check your email in the middle of it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just think in, in my world when I'm showering, I'm in the bathroom, the door is closed. I have no phone 
with me in the bathroom or anything. Like, I don't know how it could get interrupted. Maybe you see something mm. suspicious yeah. on you and you have to check uh, it out. And I then should... you start all over again? <laughs> I Is that what this guy's saying? Garzali does. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I feel like Interesting. I should take that habit up because if I forget my back and I put my shirt on. Messy back. Just, yeah, it just sticks to my back. Like an so it happened to you often? Mm, like once a day. Wait, <laughs> you guys, I really dawdle in between getting out of the shower and getting dressed. I mean, so... send some emails to us. <laughs> I yeah, I do a lot it, before putting on clothes. You know what though? I do too and okay. I'm always worried that when I'm on my phone something terrible is going to happen like a I'll accidentally take a picture or I'll answer a FaceTime yes. call or something's going to happen and I think this is a dangerous thing to do and yet I still do it. Yeah, me too. Living on the edge. Nice. <laughs> In fact, I actually – I received a FaceTime request from – remember my friend Corinne from New York? Mm-hmm. And I wrote back, sorry, I'm not picking up. Um, I'm not dressed right now. And she wrote back, oh, sorry, did I FaceTime you? I keep accidentally doing that. I was like, oh, there you go. See? <laughs> Does anyone <laughs> genuinely send a FaceTime request? Um, uh, only when you get your iPhone for the first time, like, and then you try it out once. And right. It's over. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done a FaceTime. I have, but only because I have family that lives abroad, and so they like to FaceTime because then they can show me their kids, or it's like Mm. it's more intimate. I can see their face because I don't see them regularly, but otherwise, no. Yeah, I did it to show my sister or my puppy. Other than that, I don't really. Gary? I have friends in New York who I FaceTime with, but that's when it's like a group. I don't do it with one person. That's just weird, but like like I I FaceTime with my my best friend, his fiance, and their dog. Yeah, I guess. Just because that's an easy way to talk to all three of them. The yeah. dog does most of the talking. It's, it's <laughs> weird. It's the weird dog cause... loved Matt, actually. <laughs> oh. Matt met this dog when we were in New York. Matt is, oh, not yeah. a, Matt is not a dog person, but he warmed to Maggie or Margaret. She's named Margaret Schroeder. <laughs> um, he warmed to Margaret Schroeder very quickly. Yeah, that was a sweet dog. That's sweet. What kind of dog? She's a mix. I think she's like a like a bulldog. Might be some pit in there, but you don't see it in the aggressiveness. I don't know. So you're not a dog person. I grew up with cats. Oh. My parents had cats my whole life. So it's not that I'm – I've grown much more comfortable around dogs, but that's happened in the last five, six years. I would say as a kid, probably could care less, didn't really love dogs. But afraid of dogs? Never really afraid, but just kind of not knowing how to pet them. Like I know how to pet a cat without getting scratched or anything, but I always felt weird around dogs. But I would definitely say since college – Graduation, like I've been around a million dogs, it's not a problem anymore. You know what I'm realizing, Gary? Um, some of the did we do these already, or did we just do some of them already? We may have just done some of them. Already. Okay, this was one that we had for an episode a few weeks back and didn't use. Okay, so there may have been some spliced in. No problem. Something. I'll Sorry. just – that's okay. Um, okay. Mike Chamernick says, if someone mispronounces my name and asks if that's how you say it, I say you got it right. I Timely. correct people, but this does go back to what we were saying earlier. Part of my family line would absolutely say, yeah, you're right. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Excuse yeah. Um, yeah. Say, well, I'll correct them and then I'll, I'll joke like, oh, but nobody really knows for sure. See, I would correct them if it was like a comp- – no, I would correct them if it was easier. I would not want to correct them if it's something really complicated that's mm-hmm. hard to say that you actually like need some knowledge of the language for. Then I would say, okay, because my sister married a, an Asian guy. He's from Thailand, and their last name is Ungrangzi. But I, like, is that I'm a not Thai last saying name? it right. Apparently, I don't know. It's U N. Yeah, well, Ungrangzi. 
But I don't think I'm saying it right. But he never is like, oh, you're saying it wrong. But sometimes people mistake Jenna for Jenny. And in that point, it's like, okay, I got to tell you my name's Jenna because I won't answer to you otherwise. But I don't know. If it's complicated, then you got to let it go sometimes, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I had a thing. This happened to me more than once. Uh, but where a coworker kept calling me, this is in New York, kept calling me Andrea, and fine, and I let it go for a while. But I didn't know how to sign emails and stuff. It was very Seinfeld. And then finally, I told him, um, and then he's like, "Oh, you know, it's, it must be the heat because it was really hot that summer." Uh, da da da. Like apologized. Then the, then the next day, called me Andrea again. I was like, "Okay, oh, there it goes." Power yeah, move. that's too bad. It really was. That's gross. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Life by the pint says, whenever I get close to a cop, I have a crazy desire to grab for his gun just to see what would happen. Nice. That's I'd... just you, buddy. Yeah. You're going to jail. <laughs> or you're going to die. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going to say it's not just him. I've had that thought. Really? Yeah. It's not every time, but it... you bet your ass I've seen a guy with a gun on his hip and been like, hmm. When I see a cop. I've thought about it, but it says yeah. crazy desire. Oh, yeah. a desire to grab the gun. Well, listen, I would say it's a desire. <laughs> it's a thought that transposes into a desire. Yeah, I, I, Matt, I do stuff like that all the time. We're not going I think, out in public very much together. I think <laughs> I, I do. I, not, I mean, it's not always like a cop with a gun, but I, I always think like, what if, what if I just did this and it would just cause complete chaos? Like, I, I can't give you an example. No, but, I have those kind of thoughts, but they're yeah. always things that are. It wouldn't be like grabbing a gun. It'd be like standing, like if I'm watching a musical or play, like, like being that person who's like loudly asking what someone said or standing up and starting to dance or I don't know just any sort of socially unacceptable thing I think about what yeah. would happen if I did this like when I'm when I'm doing the sound for Adam's show I, sometimes I think like oh what if I just muted Adam right now <laughs> like in the middle of talking <laughs> um, I, just, I accidentally I did that once on Ace <laughs> on the House I don't know if you remember this Gary but I there was like a bunch of you know Ray Adam I think I jumped in at some point and I muted something that I thought was my line and it was Adam and it was right in the middle of a sentence I managed to edit. I kind of clipped that part out because uh-huh. he repeated himself with the mic on, so a typical listener <laughs> would never have heard that moment. But the look on his face, and I'm sure the look on my face during that two second period where I muted the mic when yeah. he was talking, I felt like such a fucking idiot. But I mean, it was a it was a very simple mistake. It didn't really cause any long lasting issues. Scary though. Stressful. Very stressful. A lot of I power. feel guilty when I see a cop. Like, yeah, did I do something wrong yeah. in the last? little while that i could when i get arrested for <laughs> i do i do a lot of grocery shopping late at night after usually after the show mm-hmm. and there's always a security guard and i have to walk and i'm like i got nothing on me that's <laughs> like i'm walking by like I'm, I'm not gonna steal anything i promise like i always feel like they think i'm gonna steal something right i get that. i always do my i do most of my grocery shopping late at night as well and the other day i went i don't know why but for some reason i went in the middle of the day, it's so much more pleasant when you go in the hours when actually both entrances are open. Oh. Because I'm always going <laughs> yeah. when one's closed and it's like – there's something depressing about grocery shopping late at night, I find. It, it, there, it is sad. Um, it's quiet. The shelves may not be as stocked. Like it's different. It's a different experience. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Dixon says, stamps out strangers discarded cigarettes if they don't do it themselves. I do that. I feel like I have done that before. I don't see that very often. Though. Yeah. So I wouldn't know. I probably would. I've maybe done it once. <laughs> <laughs> Take a drag and then stamp it. I just wanted to contribute to that. I had nothing else Thank to add. Thank you. Yeah. Gary? Uh, not that I know of. No. I really, I think you're right. You don't see that that often. Yeah, I think people are pretty good about it. They are. All right. 
That was just me or everyone. That was fun. Thank you guys so much. Um, trying to think, anything else? Any last thoughts? Any things you want to say to the listeners? How's how's the reaction to the bow tie story been? Uh, it's been good. I had a couple offers for people to buy me bow ties. Appreciate <laughs> that. That's nice. Um, but yeah, thanks. You also go to therealbeesplorers dot com. Listen to my show. That's, That'd be great. Right. That's right. Oh well, no, we'll get to that. Oh, we'll get to that part. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. All right. But, Before that, no, I'm not. Hey, else if to you're going to buy something on Amazon, such as a bow tie, why not click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen dot com? It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it does help out the show. Also, we have a ringtone that is available. Hey, hey. Fuck yourself. And you can get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone. Search the iTunes store. Also, we have a special bonus episode. Uh, the guests were Greg Proops and Doug ben- I was about to say Greg Benson and Doug Proops. That's all wrong. <laughs> Although I feel like you would have known what I meant. Anyway, we, we recorded it live at the LA Podcast Festival. Doug Benson, Greg Proops. It's very funny. It's $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Again, thank you so much for listening. If you want your comment to be a potential iTunes comment of the week, leave us a comment. Click five stars. It's our favorite. You can email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F at AdamCarolla.com. And thank you again for listening. And you can follow Gary on Twitter at GPatrickSmith. You can you can get to Matt at therewillbespoilers.com. You can follow Chris at Chris Loxamana. Correct. And Jenna, you can go to jennakimjones.com or you can go to at jennakimjones. Yes. And you can follow me at Allison Rosen. Okay. I love you guys. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show?